Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it is hip to be square. The Halloween month of Spooktober comes to an end as we celebrate our annual Spooktacular 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Or is it Spooktacular 4, The Final Chapter? Or Spooktacular Elm Street, The Dream Master? Let's find out only on Normies Like Us, Spooktacular... You heard it up top. It is the fourth annual Spooktacular here on Normies Like Us. Our our capper to our month-long tradition of doing horror and spooky-themed episodes on this podcast, where we kind of end it with uh, what we've been doing all month long with, of course, your host, um, Colin Ignant. Like Malignant. I'll be... <laughs> nice. A little bit backwards there. I'll be... Uh, <laughs> Mike Senior, uh, oh. uh, ju- ju- just just Bones Joe, just just Bones, oh, bone just dance. Bones. Yes. I notice um, <laughs> Senior Senior Mike Pruitt is wearing the gold robes. Those are usually only for Easter, Mike. So I'm going to have to ask you to take those off, <laughs> put on the normal ones. Uh, I'm sure uh, Monsignor Pruitt simply uh, in his confused state must have placed them somewhere else. I'll find the green <laughs> ones uh, for the next sermon. Uh, but yeah. It's a spooky season coming to an end. I know it's November, but shut it. You know, Halloween was yesterday and we're wrapping it up and we have some exciting kind of info on what's to come in the coming months at the end of this. So hang in there. But this is, uh, you know, not going to be our magnum opus as was the Halloween episode. Not to be confused with the Halloween episode, which is this one. Uh, it'll be just a little treat uh, for you on the uh, tail end of the Halloween season. So, yeah, excited to talk about it. But guys, in general, before we jump into our tail end spooky thoughts, how was your October in general? Colin, how 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 you feeling? It was did you get good. your movies done? I, I did. I did, Mike. I got my Halloween list done. 31 movies, 31 days. Little challenge I like to do. Um, my nice. issue was, we'll I, was that. I was out at town for some of October this year, um, uh, different than last year where we were locked up. And then I was thinking different than the year before that, Joe, at 29, where nobody wanted to do anything. You and I just hit the bar that night. It's kind yeah. of been three no fun Halloweens in a row, unfortunately, or, ad- or more <laughs> adult or not celebrated Halloween. So that kind of bums me out a little. Yeah, I kind of agree. You know, I didn't I didn't do anything on Halloween proper, but I did do some stuff obviously throughout the month and leading up to it, which we'll dive into in detail. But overall, I think a generally good October, but a lot of that has to do with <laughs> my uh, activities for the last episode, which was essentially all Michael Myers all month long, which was enjoyable. But uh, yeah, overall, kind of weird that, October. You know, if we're doing this other challenge, and Joe, Joe will talk about him doing it too. You kind of helming this challenge of all Halloween. Did you have fun with it? I know I know. I asked you in that episode if you're glad you did it. But looking back now, you even said you're kind of a, a Michael Myers fan. But but are you, are you just so happy you did it? You know what? I, I am. Despite the ups and downs and some of the uh, rougher patches in the franchise, I'm really glad that I did it. And as I'll jump into when we get into the episode proper, I kind of dove back into a franchise I used to hold in higher regard. 
And maybe uh, maybe my opinions have changed a little bit. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm a big fan of the series. And I've had people who just watch Halloween Kills like asking me now about the lore. And I'm like, oh, let me tell you. And it's been great to be kind of an expert on, on watch out. all things Halloween. You got yeah. a PhD in Dr. Loomis. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. But it's been good. Joe, how about you, though? How's your October? Uh, you know, October is my absolute favorite month of the year. Uh, it's my anniversary month. So my wife and I hey. took a trip to Vegas. That was a ton of fun. The best. Um, and, you know, nice. like last year we were we were moving. Uh, we were getting married. So there wasn't a lot of time for, for spooky movies and just kind of relaxing and things like that. So um, it was a pretty chill October, I would say, but, uh, I enjoyed it. Colin, I think you're right. Like it hasn't been, uh, that crazy popping, but like, I don't know. I'm just like not ready for that yet. I'm like just kind of yeah. putting my toes back in, you know? So I was able to see some friends and, and watch, uh, a ton of spooky movies though. I was excited. Mm. I got through a lot. Mm. Nice. You did the list as well. I did. Yeah. Uh, I clocked in at 56. That Damn. was my total. That is wow. crazy. That's almost yeah. double one a day. That's amazing. And I felt good about 12. <laughs> <laughs> quick um, quick uh, toy corner, Joe, our toy boy on this podcast. Best um, like spooky toy of this season? Have you gotten another good like Halloween-based like movie monster character toy this year? Uh, I, I haven't gotten anything, but there was a ton of news. So, uh, NECA, which is a company that makes a ton of great horror action figures and things like that. They did a reveal every day of the month. Um, crazy. So, you know, there was a new Elvira action figure, all the classic, uh, (laughs) movie monsters and a ton of fun stuff there. Uh, and then Mezco, another favorite company of mine, actually the day after we dropped our Halloween episode, uh, launched a Michael Myers figure. So... If you're looking Kills? for the one, that might be the one. Oh, no, it's, it's it's Halloween two to celebrate the fortieth uh, ah, anniversary of Halloween yes. two. It's Rob Zombie's Halloween two. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, um, Jacob appears, but he's not here. I think he's in a coffin somewhere or riding a pale horse, Mike. Or a sandworm. I'm not sure. He's doing yeah. something weird, but he'll be back uh, <laughs> for the next episode. But that's very cool. Yeah, I've been into the Michael Myers verse. I might have to get one of those NECA figures because they do excellent, excellent work. Um, But what do you say? Shall we dive into kind of the meat of the episode? Any other spooky uh, viewings, readings, playings that we've kind of done through October? Jump in right now and talk uh, the spooktacular number four, the revenge, the return in space. Normies (laughs) like us coming up next. You, you got to have at least one in space there because everybody does it. If a leprechaun can do it, you know, <laughs> anyone can. It's, it's farther for him. So, like, really, if he can make it happen. Use that pogo stick. How could Michael have done it? How could Michael have gotten into space? Lori starts working at NASA. He chases yeah. her there. <laughs> they okay, no, so they uh, they're building a museum on the moon, and uh, one of the things in the museum on the moon is, is his house. You need the house. You can't just be large because then you're only well, getting one of the possible timelines. We almost didn't right. even say it in kills, but there is the new element of we now we know now. It's not even enough that Michael chases Laurie. 
It's not even enough that Michael wants to go home. Specifically, he wants to look out the window in his oldest <laughs> sister's <laughs> bedroom. Sure. Yeah. He just likes to look, either look out or look in. We're not sure. But he's yeah. got a lot of things to ponder, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what? This is a perfect segue, and there's no reason to cut any of that. So, basically... <laughs> Let me bring you back. Speaking of the house, you know, mm. as I've been uh, addicted to the Michael Myers verse, I told in, on the episode, go back and listen, folks. I feel kind of like Loomis where I, I'm obsessed now with Michael Myers <laughs> and the history. So <laughs> I've been going around. I, I, it's all I can think about. So I've been going around and I realized that they filmed, you know, the 1978 movie, a lot of it in South Pasadena here in, in Southern California near L.A. So I went and I did a little pilgrimage to some of the shooting locations. Amazing. Um, I went to the Michael Myers house at his moved locations, but it's the original house from the original film. Very cool. I walked up and, you know, touched the door and thought little Michael stood here. <laughs> um, I found the hedge. I found the Laurie Strode house and sat on the little pillar with a pumpkin that the homeowners provide for you with stills of the movie to show you how to recreate the little scene. Oh, so I, I did a, a pilgrimage and it was great. And they had a museum. Uh, it was too expensive, but it's a sugar mint gallery. They have a lot of Halloween theme things. The best thing they had was a screen worn, uh, Halloween 2018, Jai Jude Courtney, Michael Myers mask and jumpsuit donated by the props department. Very, very cool to see in person. So that kind of wrapped up my Halloween Halloween this. And one thing that I realized why Michael's so great, other killers put on a mask to hide who they are, but he puts on a mask to become who he truly <laughs> is. Right. And oh, that's no. kind of very yeah. cool. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's uh, how I wrapped up everything after our Halloween and, episode. I, I did a pilgrimage. And Mike, while you were there, were you in a uh, auto jumpsuit, a mechanics jumpsuit, or were you dressed like a little clown? Well, actually, I had a white trench coat and a gun. <laughs> there I you was go. standing in the bushes, Lying. and I said, get the hell away from there. I yelled at everybody hey, who came by the hey, house. Honey. Did, did you yeah. go inside and insist to the people that you have to stare outside the window? <laughs> I said, I just need to look at my name. Michael. Get up Don't there. ask questions. <laughs> my name is Michael. I'll show you on the license. Yeah. Exactly. So, so uh, yeah, Michael in space, send the house up there. Wow. You know? yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm very jealous. Now, Mike, if it's you had cool. gone to Pasadena High School just up the street, that is the Back to the Future school as well. So, I mean, that street is oh, just wow. loaded. Yeah. And then I guess a couple miles away in Alhambra has a high school or an elementary school. That's where um, little Tommy Doyle gets smashed as oh, a sure. pumpkin after he gets bullied and cool. Michael kind of follows them. So not to extend the Halloween episode, go back and listen to Normies, but it's it was amazing. a great little, little thing. But uh, that's it for my first up. Um, Colin, kick it off. What's What other kind of spookies do you get um, up to? You know, uh, Joe mentioned my beloved lady, so I will say this. It was kind of the year of Elvira. Uh, uh, you know, mm. we hit the 60th anniversary she, or I'm sorry, 40th anniversary. She just turned 70 years old. Uh, Cassandra Peterson, the, the person who plays Elvira. Um, she came out of the closet. She appeared on the Goldbergs. Wow. She wrote a memoir, Yours Cruelly, Elvira. Um, and I just could not be title. more excited and happy for her. She's the greatest. Uh, Shudder, Joe's beloved Shudder, did, did special episodes with her. She had the Netflix, um, Netflix. Netflix and Chills, I believe, was the the name yeah. of the thing she did for them, and mm -hmm. that's incredible. An ongoing TV cable thing on the Comet uh, channel, which is one of those weird offshoots where you go to like forty nine dash six, and you're like, "What is this channel?" Uh, There's I even an Elvira hub on uh, Peacock. 
So, wow. like, if you, if you go to Peacock, there's a hub for the Mistress of the Dark. Hey, you know, really who would have guessed? Incredible. You know, the Mystery uh, Science Theater guys, they tried to come back a few years ago. It didn't work, but but God bless uh, Cassandra Peterson. She's the best. That yeah, was the, I mean, the movie that kicked off my October was, was Elvira. Mistress that of the Dark, the, the first? Yep. Mistress wow. of the Dark was uh, our first October 1st launch, so... Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, I think um, I've not seen any of the Elvira movies, but I've seen the special TVs and stuff like that. She's obviously an icon. Very cool. And I do want to have you guys maybe it's a, it's a long list of 31, but I do want to hear what else you guys watched. And um, Shudder, I think, is saturated, at least all my YouTube advertisements over the past month as well. So they are doing cool stuff. And yeah, they brought uh, Elvira back. It's, it's, it's very exciting to see. And um, so the Shutter man himself, Joe, this is, you've always pushed in this service. It's a great thing. I even want you know, to ask oh, yeah. uh, and say, uh, were there any Shutter originals or something that, that you really That's nailed it. at and love this year, Joe? Uh, you know, I had torn through a lot of those. There are two, two to mention. One was um, Superhost, I think was the name of it, but it's about a, an Airbnb host uh, <laughs> who's a little out there and a couple who has like a struggling YouTube channel where they review Airbnbs uh, come and like air their grievances about the relationship and almost get murdered. Uh, so that one, that one wasn't too bad, but the real one to talk about is VHS 1994, the latest, uh, VHS movie, which, um, man, I gotta be honest. I thought it was a little bit of a letdown. Like really? I think all of the, all of the streaming movies this year were a little bit of a letdown for me, the paranormal activity, uh, mm. Halloween and this, but, uh, the most interesting thing about it. And like, you know, there are definitely segments that I really enjoyed. One of them takes place in, uh, the town in Ohio where my parents live, like, oh. like by name, oh, no it is called that, uh, which I thought was that's very cool out, out of this world, you know, yeah. as opposed to a fictional town like Haddonfield. I know that Shudder, they were, they're saying though, like a lot of those originals are like, they said like four out of the top five 2021 horror movies were Shudder originals yeah. and like seven out of the top 10. Like, so they are apparently crushing. I mean, it. that's the thing is like you ask if I watched any in October, I usually watch them right when they drop. So like there, I don't have them any built up. Uh, I did rewatch as part of my 56 host, which is mm-hmm. I think one of the best movies of 2020. It handled how to make a movie in the pandemic really, really oh, well. Yeah. It's just about a, a virtual seance. So if you haven't checked out host, it's, it's less than an hour and a half all killer, no filler. It's a lot of fun. Nice, nice. And on the uh, streaming note, there's some stuff that we also watched out of season. We did a Malignant episode, obviously go backwards and listen to that if you haven't. And then, you know, I think we all kind of enjoyed the Fear Street series overall. Like I think 1666 was my favorite, but that was a pretty good, but that was watched out of season for technically this, but uh, but, definitely cool streaming. But new stuff, Mike, you know, antlers is in theaters. You can't get it streaming or whatever. Yeah. You watched uh, Halloween Kills, obviously. We did as well. Joe, I'm super excited to talk about Paranormal Activity. The big streaming new releases. Otherwise, you have like Shutter-specific things or like Netflix going like Night Books. And you're like, what's Night Books? And somebody goes, I don't know. It's for kids or something. Like, check it out. Watch it or whatever. <laughs> kind of Either is or is not for things. children. I'll say, I think the winner was the stuff out of October. I have had more people. I, I just said I was out of town. At this wedding I was at, people would walk up and be like, hey, you like movies, right? And I'd be like, yeah, I like movies. They'd go, have you seen this one called Malignant? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'd say, I just want to talk to you about that for a minute. I'd say, why? And they'd say, well, I've just never seen anything like it. You know, or, 
I'll say, just content-wise, we loved Fear Street so much. I still think top of the list just of, of getting people to talk about what you made after it got done too. Fear Street, baby, and Malignant. So I'm glad you brought those both up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. And like, there's other movies that I haven't been able to see. Like A24 has Lamb that I have interest in, but I didn't get to watch it. And it looks very weird. Uh, Last Night in Soho just came out. It's kind of a thriller, not quite horror. Big Edgar Wright fan. Uh, But another new streaming thing I did watch was Midnight Mass. Did you guys watch this at all, Colin, Joe? Did you finish? So have we finished it? Yeah. Wreck from Joe. Uh, Only reason I watched it. And then Mike started texting. He was watching it, too. I was like, dude, get ready. So I'm very glad (laughs) we all caught this. Recommending, yeah, any maybe light spoilers or full spoilers, turn close your ears. But like, what do you think? I, I really liked it. We don't have to dive a full episode on it, but I like this show that spoiler time, surprise vampire show, but also it's about faith and what is a church? Is it the building? Is it the community? What's you know, religion? And you know, I like the themes. Maybe it's because I went to a Catholic school growing up and it was like, ah, yes, I know these people. See, so there you go. <laughs> it might be uh, required that you went to Catholic school at some point to, to really get the, the sad <laughs> get boy energy out of uh, Midnight Mass. But yeah, I, I absolutely adored it, man. It's one of my favorite limited series. It might be my favorite Mike Flanagan limited series out of Hill House and the Bly Manor stuff. I really, really like it. It's the only one I watched. So like, I feel like I've never seen the other two haunting shows. I've seen all of his feature work, but I I haven't uh, gotten into the shows. I've seen none of his feature work, but only (laughs) the shows. So maybe we should switch sides there. There I watch the features. Yeah. What's amazing is, and we were just talking about the success of, you know, you could say RL Stein's truly the winner of this October season, but maybe even Mike Flanagan more from the fact of, Last year when we did our third spooktacular, we wrote in just a part to talk about ghosts because we all wanted to talk about Bly Manor so much, even though you hadn't seen it, Joe, Jacob, mm-hmm. Mike, and I. Um, that Here we are a year later. This asshole's just writing something new and original, and it's also a great Halloween thing to consume. It's very Stephen King. It's very slow, but he's done. He did Dr. Sleep, right? So he kind yeah. of is familiar with that speed which i haven't seen and i need to it's probably a sin but yeah it, it, it's just so well written like the episodes flow together so well i, I like I, I we watched it in like one and a half sittings you know like we were glued to the screen on i could see one. that it was the thing where i had other stuff to do so it was like constantly on my phone like i'm washing the dishes watching it i'm in the bathroom watching it like anything i'm doing <laughs> like i can't turn it off until i finish it i just burned all the way yeah. so that was a, a good one so I think, yeah, top three for this so far is um, R.L. Stein, uh, Flanagan, and the Muppets so far. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look, um, they're doing Halloween right. Yes. I mean, I, like, obviously, I'm not going to run through all, like, 56 movies that I consumed. Yeah, that's um, impressive, though. Oh, thank Well, you, you know, it has, like, some of the Scooby-Doo Claws movies in there, right? So you got, like, Scooby-Doo, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Halloween Town, mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus, movies like that, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think we did a really good job, like, balancing really spooky, fun spooky, uh, you know, things like Van Helsing, um Mm-hmm. You know, you got to throw like some really bad ones in there. We watched Separation, which came out in 2021 and is already on Peacock. 
just oh, awful, wow. awful. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like I hit all the masters, right? So I had a Wes Craven, a John Carpenter, a Freddie, a Jason, a Chucky, an Ash. Um, you know, nice. like even even James Wan got repped. Uh, so I was really happy with everything I made it through. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got all of the classic masters, the new the new school. And uh, yeah, that's that's really rad. Maybe if you have a list, uh, we can post it in the comments, either on the YouTube video or the thing. And if they, people are curious about the fifty-six, and <laughs> oh, Colin's yeah, thirty-one. Sure. All right, what highlights are on your thirty-one, Colin? That we haven't really touched. It was on a big, yet. Uh, you know, Joe's talking the Masters year. Um, you know, I was also following along on another podcast, Blank Check, which covers tours as voted on by audiences. John Carpenter happened to be the person they were going with this entire season, so it, it seemed like the perfect time to just rewatch all John Carpenter movies. Doing the thing, doing the sequel thing to the thing, whatever that <laughs> thing is. Um, the other thing, yeah. Doing the fog remake, you know, doing those things where you're like, how does this even exist? A Tom Welling <laughs> Superman is the star of this movie. What year is this? <laughs> That's awesome. I'll say, though, you know, uh, uh, on Masters, did you guys watch, you, you know, those dumb um, Netflix, the movies that made us, you know, those kind of yeah, documentaries? Yeah. I like those. I think we brought them up in the He-Man episode because they have that great The Toys That Made Us episode. But sometimes I find those obnoxious with the voiceover. They had a killer season this year of Nightmare, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Aliens. We are just like, God damn. And for 45-minute chunks, I mean, it is really good stories. So I, I recommend those too. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if if you're really kind of savvy to the film biz, it might some of it might be a little redundant, but you know, it's still a fun watch, and and uh, I like the bad jokes that they they throw into the narrating. So, uh, but the subject matter, yeah, for this time of year, it was great to like we were. I'm in the thick of Halloween. Here's a behind the scenes that Netflix did. It was awesome to kind of come across Julie. that. Yeah. Joe, I want to also say, you mentioned you watched a Chucky movie. I watched the two free episodes of the Chucky series. Ah, Did you guys oh, check really? this out at all? I, no, I, I haven't watched it yet. I, I can't wait. It's it's fun, actually. Really? Like, I've never been a Chucky fan. Yeah, it's like the, the kid, a teenager, finds him at a garage sale, and then people are bullying him, and then Chucky is kind of taking out the bullies. <laughs> So it's like this weird, like, I'm your only friend. But it's like, but you're killing people. It's like, well, fuck them. It's, it's interesting. very strange. That's like semi the plot of the remake. But this uh, series is the original team, like, back at it again and how they wanted to keep the story going. So it's it's interesting. They had kind of like a similar idea there. Yeah, and it's very teen-focused, which is kind of something different from what I had been watching. You know, it's like it, it deals with kind of growing up and do I fit in but then you have a killer doll on mm. on your side or not Charles depending on Lee how you look Roy, at it okay chucky yeah so that was kind of fun and then another thing i revisited was i always talked about how i like texas chainsaw more uh, yes. than halloween i watched one and two again obviously very different movies one is you know very macabre and in your face not a lot of blood similar to the original halloween and it did come before that so you can kind of say uh, Texas Chainsaw, then Halloween. Now slashers are everywhere. But a very different movie. The second one's definitely a comedy. And too. Without seeing, I've seen the remake, but I haven't seen every Texas Chainsaw movie. I can definitely definitively say Halloween franchise as a whole is stronger than the Texas Chainsaw franchise yeah, as a whole. Mike. And the original <laughs> Halloween is better than the original Texas Chainsaw as much as I like You're that movie. You're just mad because there's never a scene where Chop 
Top, the you know, Leatherface's brother, <laughs> prays to Samaway, the god of Halloween. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what he's really mad about. You don't see him drive enough. He needs to get in the car and go. He doesn't. And that's the biggest problem with David Gordon Green. Get him in that's a car. Right. You cowards. Anyway, um, but it was interesting to go back in very different kind of movies. So oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that, yeah. though. But there's, I yeah, like it's it just, a lot. There's not the diversity. Some like some of them are. I would say that uh, we we said it in the Halloween episode. Fun but dumb. You know, does that? I don't think Texas Chainsaw ever gets fun but dumb. I think there's just like the one with Matthew McConaughey where you're like, what's going on in this? Well, yeah. two is fun but dumb because there's a chainsaw sword fight with Dennis Hopper and Amazing. Leatherface. So that one's good. I, the franchise but is the a thing- little too short lived in its yeah. sequels before rebooting to yeah. get to that status. That is what it is because to get to yeah. that status you, you need to have a couple under your belt you know? yeah. and as far as iconic horror characters like leatherface definitely f- comes like feels lacking for substance after all of this michael where he's kind of like just mentally challenged and the yeah. real villain is the father <laughs> the father who kind of bullies him into doing this stuff he's really in the end of the day not as interesting as the devil's eyes and getting shot six I, times as much as I love Leatherface yeah again Mike he, he, he falls into my Jason side where maybe it's the sweet disabled boys <laughs> where I go I understand why they're doing this opposed to the pedophiles that haunt nightmares where again I just go yeah. you're so unlikable get out of here or just soulless murderer who won't die yeah so well, well speaking of all the uh, the different slasher icons i read a uh, a book called the uh, final girl support club Ooh. and uh it was really interesting yes. it's being adapted into a feature now um and the premise is that in that universe all of the mainstream slasher movies are based on real events mm-hmm. uh so you don't have Ghostface from Scream, but you have Ghost from Stab, and uh, you know you have Amazing. the different like the Dream King, not Freddy. Uh, so all yeah. of the Dream final King. girls legally those, distinct characters. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So all the final girls from those plan, monsters. It's <laughs> basically uh, they have a support so. group, and then a mystery unfolds and. It's definitely, um, it's got like scream vibes to it. So if you're looking That's for awesome. a spooky book, I recommend uh, checking it out. It's supposed to be really good. That's very cool. Right? Got amazing reviews. So I'm, that's very cool. Yeah. You read that. I want to check that out. And then on the the back of the best girl topic, we forgot to mention in Halloween, is Laurie Strode best girl mm. of horror? <laughs> who is, and if not, who do you nominate? <sighs> I think Laurie Strode at the end of H2O is best girl, but... Later movies oh, yeah. seem to try to take I, that away yeah, from her. I would, I would absolutely agree with you there, Mike. I would say she reaches the if zenith there. at that point if you did. Because everyone else, Friday the 13th, they never last. And then Nancy yeah. from uh, Dream Master, as we just learned, he's got mm-hmm. Dream King, whatever he's called, uh, only comes back yes. for the meta one, which is like Yeah, crazy. she comes back for the meta one. So <laughs> she's yeah, a like, yeah. final girl, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Even Texas Chainsaw is just a one-off for yeah. that character. It's always it's kind of one-off. So. Well, it's Ripley, yeah. right? I mean, I, you know, yeah. not to jump franchises, but it's Ripley. Ripley's better than Dang. Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Does Ripley count though? Because I would argue that Alien is a horror movie. Aliens is an action right. movie, and she's an action star in it. And then Aliens Three is I like th- a like a like a religious movie. Yeah. Well, if you just look at horror movies, then Ripley is the only final girl to defeat the threat in the end of her movie. So yes, 
like permanently, right? The alien's dead after that. That's right? true. So, yeah. Again, depending on the time. Laurie just survived. Yeah. Yeah. Depending. So I don't know, but there's an argument made, but uh, good job. Jamie Lee Curtis, at least the, the daughter of a psycho, you know, it's like, Amazing. come on, it's horror royalty. So that's all I want to note there. Other things I didn't finish, you know, obviously I started Squid Game. Maybe that'll come around later, but that was kind of my October. Uh, I do note, though, that Squid Game in one episode has a higher kill count than like Jason and Michael combined, (laughs) even after Halloween kills. I just watched that one episode because maybe we are going to talk about it in the future. And I thought, oh, you know, everybody's talking about this. I'll check it out. I was shocked by that kill count, Mike. (laughs) I was like, there's a lot of characters in this. Oh, not anymore. So anyway, nope. yeah, we'll see where that goes. I haven't finished it yet, but I, I saw a lot of Squid Game costumes around this mm. year. Uh, didn't dress up, but any other spooks uh, you want to mention before we we get on out to final thoughts for Halloween and mention what's upcoming in the next months? Colin, um, I had a John Carpenter first time watch in my list. Uh, mm. Body bags. Have you ever seen body oh, bags? Oh, very short lived. Um, pilot attempt yes where the best yeah. one of course is mm. stacy keach growing all the hair <laughs> yeah well that's it's incredible pretty bad. mark mark hamill's in it uh john carpenter plays a crypt crypt keeper type character uh the coroner uh so if you're a, a horror fan it's it's worth a watch man i, I really enjoyed yes. it yes oh that's right yeah he was trying to pitch like a crypt keeper kind of anthology show yeah, yeah it's yeah, a bummer cool. Um, I'll say real quick, we got to just, you know, because it's our franchise, Joe, we got to say on the new paranormal activity, you know, Mike, do you do you care? You you don't give a shit about next of kin, the Amish. I assume there's a, a spooky house with spooky happenings well, going on. You would, you would, you would, you would think that. That's that's what you would be thinking. You you're would signing be up for that. Now, let me just so, say this very out loud. Tell me real what quick. I'm missing. Yeah, Midsummer must have just messed with executives' minds where they're yeah. like, "Why did <laughs> have, this work? They have no idea what to do. Surely we can do it too." And you know, the witch. You know, you you also have these other like uh, weird the period, bitch, yes. <laughs> weird period horror movies. Um, I I liked the twist, Joe. Uh, I just did not like any of the rule breaking stuff. They introduced slow mo as as a, a filmmaking technique. In it's, this a, it's all uh, <laughs> here's the problem. Like slow-mo. really not to like not to not to dwell on it, but like when you when you <laughs> sign up good. for a a paranormal activity movie, you're signing up for someone who is going to be filming activity themselves that is happening to them, and there are going to be spooks and scares with nothing on the screen. That is the style of movie. That is what a paranormal activity movie. That is what I expect to see. The same way if I see a Freddy movie, I expect to see Freddy fucking Krueger. Like, I feel like with this movie, I feel like how people who hate Season of the Witch must have felt. Because it's just like (laughs) a fine story, I guess. It could have been an interesting movie. Not a paranormal activity movie at all. No, Mike, they do the, hmm. um, it's like, uh, what if it was a produced Netflix documentary on something? And you're like, well, no, like Joe said, these are all found footage horror movies. And they're like, but it's not. No, there's drone footage, like, and like, it's cut to music. Oh, it doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. Like, you know, Michael hates drones. Yeah. That's right. And also like, you know, you know, it's a paranormal activity movie, you know, things ain't going to go well by the end and they at least stick true to that part. But then who edited this movie? This isn't just like found tapes or found footage it is like yeah when, when someone on rumspringa was like i'm going to take this to netflix like give me a fucking he break. wants to be a filmmaker yeah, <laughs> right up. um 
on the on the back of that concept, this will tie into kind of a couple of just video games short mentions mm. here. The best version of that, have you guys ever heard of the Fatal Frame series? Mm. No. So yes. it's Japanese survival horror games, and the premise is essentially you're in spooky old Japanese haunted houses, but you have a camera that allows you to see the ghosts, and the only way to stop them is to point the camera at them and take a photo and it'll capture their spirit. So you have to look at what is the scary thing through the camera and your field of view. So just do that with a video camera. You have a video camera. That's the only way you can see the ghost. Yeah, that is the premise how you to identify. Uh, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, which was the movie well, before this one. Well, then never cut all this out, Mike. <laughs> no, it's perfect. I agree. But anyway, I like the idea of Fatal Frame. Like you have to look through a camera. You have to face your fear. It feels like paranormal like yeah. kind of vibes. Yeah. But um. Yeah, other than that, there's nothing going on. There's rumors of a Resident Evil 3 update that'll add content, and Resident Evil 4 came out in VR, and they're going to remake that. Otherwise, Big Mama's house, still going strong. <laughs> Resident Evil Village, go play it if you haven't. But that's, that's my spooky wrap-up. Anything else before we get on to Final Thoughts? I did. Uh, I, final Destination? <laughs> I, I watched one of those. Um, hey. I played the uh, the Friday the 13th game, which is one I like, drag out every once in a blue moon no 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 the the survival you know the the horror game it's dead by daylight but it's just uh yeah yeah yeah. um yeah it was a lot of fun like i had cassie as my co-pilot versions of jason right yeah yeah like it's very fun and they all have slightly different powers yeah i think that's a pretty well done idea actually i I watched some streams the whole time the whole time i was playing all i could think was like oh they're, they're, next year we're getting this with Ash because the Evil Dead Yay. video game is coming. So cannot wait for that one. And we're we're about to get this now, Mike. Do you know about this? Joe and I texted about this a bit. This this sort of they left Left for Dead these developers and created this game Back for Blood that I'm kind of following yes. pretty closely too. I would love to see that game succeed and, and be good. Yes, it's the uh, spiritual successor yeah. to, to the Left for Dead series, which Valve doesn't make video games anymore. <laughs> so they're like. Fuck. So so we just, just have to steal your, your idea for a video game and just call it ours. Our own Great. idea, yeah. Uh, we have to steal it. So, yeah, some interesting stuff on, on the horizon. We'll see about uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake in the future. But, yeah, that uh, Friday the 13th game, I want that with Michael. Give me yeah. all the weird mask versions. <laughs> and they can me... drive. Some of them can drive. I mean, I think that that is that Dead by Daylight game. Or Dead yeah, but by you Daylight. can't play as the man in black. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah. blow up police stations. That's just one power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One and done. So very cool. That's right. That's right. Uh, Thorn trilogy, best trilogy. <laughs> Evil dies <laughs> Not tonight. true. Evil dies tonight. Evil, evil has died tonight. <laughs> yes. So, all right. We've killed evil. It's jumped out the window of the hospital. That was definitely Michael Myers. Let's uh, wrap up this spooktacular with our final thoughts on Halloween and a sneak preview of what's to come. Coming up next on Normies Like Us. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul. Seal your doom tonight. We're back. We just got done burying Jacob and carving up these jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> and finishing up talking our Halloween spooktacular here on Normies Like Us, the fourth annual. But we're talking all things horror. Um, I love all the ghosts and ghouls. I want to see that list. I want to see Joe's list. I'm excited to see that mm-hmm. on the socials. That's the main thing for me. Um, I did see a couple that we cross-compared on, on, on your letterbox, I think. So I, I, I thought, oh, yeah, we're, we're kind of I'm pretty sure it's here. all updated now. So, yeah, you can go check it out there. I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, I got to get the old letterbox app. Um, again, 
my Halloween mostly about Michael Myers. I am Dr. Loomis. I'm obsessed with that <laughs> franchise and he needs to drive more. That's why Halloween 5 is the best because he tries to kill with a car. Oh, and, did you see um, yeah. Did you see any of this stuff? Jamie Lee Curtis gave these quotes about um, Halloween 8, Lords of Death, the, the canceled movie instead of huh. H2O. Or, uh, no. Is that right? Or instead of Resurrections? What, which would it be? It Five, would six be... is The Curse of Michael Myers. Seven is H2O. Eight. Oh, so instead yeah, of so Resurrection. That would have no. ended with him being unmasked, and it's revealed that she did decapitate him in H2O. It's her still doing the killings as Michael. She's lost her mind. Whoa. Interesting. We'll never get an ending to the series. Maybe in Halloween ends. We never get anything. We thought we had it. They keep screwing us over, but... Yeah, evil might die, but the show goes on, right? That's Um, right. (laughs) Look, final final thoughts on spooky season. There's 364 days till spooky season. I love spooky season. Mm. Uh, It's the best season. Um, I can't wait for it to come back. Is it? Let me ask on that point to to my two fellows here. Is that the hardest transition of the year? October 31st to November one. Is it? You know. Christmas to January is it? Is it what is it? I think this I, is a I, hard one. Yeah, I think it's probably this time. We we've kept our decorations up. And we're gonna let them ride for the week, and then we're gonna go right to Christmas. Just yeah, cut the middleman out. Yeah, I mean that's what a lot of people do. I mean, some people like consider just November. It's Christmas. Let's go. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> that's a hard. If you're that kind of person, that's a hard take. You're just gonna have to throw in like you Poor know veterans. Yeah, no, right. No. See, see, all you got to do is you got to take a, you got to have a good transition movie. You need yourself a Gremlins, a Nightmare Before Christmas, Santa Claus, something like that. Santa Claus, Black Christmas. Yeah, any, uh, any one of those. See, that kind of inspiration for Halloween. Segways you, yeah. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> the <Jake> shot. Both. <laughs> Both types of Jack Frost. Even the Michael Keaton one's scary. That's the one I thought of. Yeah, yeah. Extra that one, dog. He's playing Bruce Springsteen, basically. <laughs> Hockey Bruce Springsteen, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, he plays the harmonica, jams in a band, and like looks like he has no responsibilities ever and talks in riddles. That's Bruce Springsteen to me, man. Yeah, yeah. he probably knows a couple turnpikes True. around Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, so evil does die tonight. And while Mm -hmm. we're talking evil dying tonight and some of the greatest evils during spooky season, there's one evil that still reigns supreme, and that is uh, Sauron himself (gasps) and his armies of Mordor. So what is coming up next, guys? It is going to be the Lords of November and an unexpected December. That's right. We're going to cover all of the Lord of the Rings movies and all of the Hobbit movies. Ladies Maybe and there'll gentlemen. be time for extra. Get ready. Um, we'll be learning Elvish. Now, uh, normie normal yes. listeners, our, our normie normies, uh, know that when we get up to the holiday season, yeah, we, we usually tackle a big franchise and hit every part of it. We did it with Star Wars to start. We've mm-hmm. done Harry Potter as well. Obviously, you got to throw the Transformer films in <laughs> we there. We did that we're, to ourselves. We're, we're talking about the best things that have ever been made. So, yes, we are doing J.R.R. Tolkien's masterpieces. Um, uh, and maybe we'll try to get some cool guests, you know. But uh, otherwise, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll cover it like we always do. And I'm, I just could not be more excited. It's something very telling about our show and our priorities when we give – Five individual episodes of Transformers, <laughs> yet one episode to all of Halloween. 
Um, because right. you know, Transformers deserves it. <laughs> We're going to rectify that. We're going to rectify that at some in. point. Yeah, yeah, we'll put 12 into one. Five? Uh, no, we got to split that five. shit up. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to break down Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, what about second breakfast? <laughs> oh, cannot so, wait. Stay tuned Ooh. for that. It's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, a little bit different. Uh, it looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. So. Ooh. <laughs> But yeah, I guess that'll be it. Uh, socials, yeah? Yes. Follow us. Check us that. out at normies underscore like underscore us. Hit us with a rate review. Subscribe. Um, a little comment, you know, saying uh, Spooktober was so great for me. I, I watched a hundred movies uh, and we'll say, no, you didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you Show me your list. To us there. And follow Prove us it. on YouTube, too, because uh, that helps out, too. Yeah, absolutely. And you can uh, see the video version. And uh, yeah, I'm glad this is the fourth year of the Spooktacular. There's only three of us here this time. Hopefully the numbers don't continue to dwindle and we all get got. Uh, uh, uh. uh, We'll be back. But yeah, that's it for us this time. Thanks for listening along. We've been your host, Spooktacular Colin. Monsignor Mike Pruitt. Uh, uh, Jolly Joe. We're going to the next season. Hop on board. (laughs) Jingle bells. (laughs) Nice. All right. Catch you next time, Normies. Look out behind you. Ah! My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember, I will kill you.